Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Let's welcome our next uh, A-team guest who's no stranger on the side of uh, the A-team. That's um, the President of the Nigerian Union of South Africa, Honorable Adetola Olubanjo. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Good evening to you and to the listeners. You know, this... this, uh, this issue we are going to discuss comes in the backdrop of the crisis that's happening currently in Nigeria. There's so much happening in Nigeria, a lot of unrest um, in Nigeria, uh, politically and socially. Um, you know, there's also the, 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 the ethnic or tribal uh, disputes and there are killings reported. So this is something that is makes me very sad that as an African continent, we have so many issues in our individual countries, but sometimes some of those issues are issues that are caused by us ourselves. Perhaps before we go into the issue that's happening in Kempton Park in Johannesburg, um, Honorable Olubanjo, maybe let's talk about what's going on in Nigeria. Why are there so many killings being reported and political unrest? Uh, yes, it's, um, we, I believe we are the crossroads in Nigeria now. Because quite a number of news that are coming out of um, the country, the various parts of the country, most especially uh, in the before it was in the north, but now it has moved to south, is very disturbing, and there is high level of insecurity of lives and property of people. Uh, but um, uh, these have also increase the hardship on common people. I was speaking to a classmate of mine who is living in the uh, north central of the country and then he told me how expensive food are. And food is not actually their problem uh, for now. Uh, but majorly is uh, how secure are they. But, uh, it's, uh, so it's very serious around there. And we believe that it's not just about uh, the uh, Boko Haram killing, adoption of um, students and women and so on. Also, the, in the, the lawlessness that uh, uh, in the southeast of Nigeria, where in the police station will be burned down, prison being um, attacked, and even in the southwest also, there are pockets of... Uh, uh, issues here and there where the Fulaniers men are attacking um, some of the people in their farms and a uh, lot of them. But uh, we believe that the government, uh, this thing is overwhelming now. They need to call for help uh, with the international community and also to be very serious with the security of our people. So clearly there's a lot of unrest and uh, many, a myriad of, of um, issues that are happening on the ground in Nigeria as a country itself. And this could be one of the reasons, and I'm saying could be, um, using the word very lightly, uh, that we find a lot of Nigerians 
migrating to other parts of the the continent and to other parts of the world, of which is is, is understandable. But here we find ourselves in Gauteng, in the area of Kempton Park, where we have heard allegations of Nigerians throwing out South Africans in buildings. Tell us more about this, because I'm sure you have had some interactions with your fellow Nigerians as you are the president of the Nigerian Union in South Africa. Yes, we saw the video, and uh, when the video, I saw the video yesterday uh, afternoon, and when I was contacted, I said I wouldn't be able to make comment on it until I get some information, but it's very difficult to speak to uh, those who perpetrated the hack, and I could not get in touch even with the South Africans, uh, the 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 person that was evicted forcefully from the properties. Uh, so the the all what um, could be able to gather are just uh, ESA and then uh, eyewitness account because um, the cell phone number of uh, one of those who allegedly forcefully removed uh, occupants uh, was just ringing at the point in time it was not going. Uh, so we believe that um, uh, there should be a way to rectify, to seek redress in that regard, because uh, those who are evicted, uh, if uh, they need to approach the police so that uh, this thing will not just uh, go unpunished if uh, there have been any kind of um, law being broken. But, uh, you know, from the video, you see that law has definitely been broken one way or the other. And uh, the, uh, the person that has been evicted needs to approach the police. Honorable, then what is your role as the Nigerian Union in South Africa? I mean, if you're saying that, yes, you've made your attempts to call the number of the person that was allegedly part of this eviction, who's I'm presuming is a Nigerian, you've, and they did not pick up the phone, but I'm sure there are Nigerians that you know in the area of Kempton Park to get down to the issue of it. What is your role then? Because if tables were turned and it was the other way around, then we'd be having an outcry of, of um, xenophobic attacks and this and that, of which is wrong. But okay. in this in this instance, we also need to have some sort of outcry so there's some, some settlement because in order for all people who are Africans to live well together, we need to be able to get to the root of any issue. Okay. Um, like I said, there are high witness accounts. Yes. And you know, most of the time, uh, those who have done, uh, those who perpetrated uh, that act, they tend to go low and then hiding. And they can't go in hiding. They can't go in hiding. Um, if you go onto Twitter, you go onto any social media, there are more than one videos <laughs> talking about this. There are more than there are videos of the people's faces and pictures. How can all these people go into hiding and not be found? The the the, the, the fact is that um, there is little or nothing that we can do than to uh, support those who have been violated. And uh, the fact is that evictions happen in South Africa every day, whether legal or illegal. 
at every point in time you have somebody being evicted from their home. And then in this case, it affects us. And that's one of the reasons why that we had to get involved. And uh, the account that we got uh, was that um, some of those um, tenants are actually been living in that place for a quite long period of time without payment, which does not justify the fact that uh, you have to forcefully uh, remove them uh, because there are eviction processes. Mm-hmm. I spoke to one of our lawyers today, and then they took me through the eviction process that even when the court has issued that eviction, they still they can still contest it to the extent that uh, there will not be any uh, the, until the court is satisfied. That is when the order will be given through the court sheriff and then the municipality around there. And there are processes also to remove people, though it may be tasking, but it has to be followed. And hence, that's the reason why we're saying that uh, even if it happens to Nigerians, let's say South African is the one that evicted Nigerians, what we will advise our people to do at any point in time is that if law has been broken, you need to approach the police. You need to follow it up. Because when such people are not dealt with, it will not serve as a deterrent to others. So we will support at every point in time when uh, the law has been broken that it needs to be followed to the latter so that it will serve as deterrent to anybody that may want to do the same thing if they have an um, issue with their, their tenants. Uh, so uh, we, we cannot go and arrest those people, number one. We don't have the power to do that. And when things happen like this, all we need to do is to allow the law to take its course and support uh, to make sure that uh, justice is done. Because if those guys go uh, unpunished, then others will, some others will happen. And at the end of the day, it may lead to uh, unnecessary uh, attacks on uh, one another. So, uh, And then, you know, social media at every point in time comes up with um, quite a number of um, stories around issues. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why that uh, we are encouraging that uh, the, the, the people that have been evicted should approach the police and then their lawyers so that they can be able to get those people arrested and then prosecuted. Just our stand. It's a quarter to 11 and we are speaking to the president of the Nigerian Union of South Africa, Honorable Adetole Olubanjo. And he has gracefully taken you know, us through um, th- their knowledge of what is happening in Kempton Park in the east of uh, Gauteng, um, east of Johannesburg. And um, it, it, it seems the situation still needs a bit more to, to unravel or a bit more for us to be able to you know, contain it. But... You as an A-team, I can call in, ask your questions, give your comments by by calling in on 011 714 SMSs go to 41391. WhatsApps 0614104107. A WhatsApp here from uh, Ayanda Ngule, who is in Kukas Mahuk, says, you know, Ms. Nduli, misbehavioral ill-treatment by Nigerians in South Africa to South Africans is now becoming worse and unbearable, also typical to what they do in central Port Elizabeth. Now, my uncertainty is with the question stands from my side as to how long will this 
be turned deaf ear to by our superiors who say to be South African government. No, guys, this needs to be exponentially dealt with before it's too late. This is from Ayanda. Now, you know, when, when we hear such comments, Honorable, um, for, for me, I feel like as a continent, we have not reached a place where we are able to live together harmoniously. Um, we, we, we have not reached a place where we are able to respect each other. And we can't always say the authorities must step in. Um, sometimes we as the people need to step in by changing our behavior, by being able to have social cohesion. It's such a beautiful term, social cohesion, but we currently are not seeing it. Yeah, integration is a process. And um, we, we tend to shift the book at every point in time. Uh, to say that um, it has to be done by this, it has to be done by that uh, other person. Uh, so we, uh, you know, people are kind of a, uh, they, they have different uh, way of uh, behaving. And that is the reason why the law is there, to actually strengthen, to, 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 to stop those who may want to behave outside and, uh, the confines of the law, within the ambit of the law. Uh, so at every point in time, when issues like this happens, it is, it is going to be, for example now, if we decided to pick up those guys on us, on our, on our home, and do one or two things, then we are breaking the law. And then some of those guys, you can see, some of them are harmed. And so if you are not going to them and saying that you want to uh, even speak to some of them. I, because I spoke to one person uh, who is an eyewitness, and he told me quite a number of things, and he's trying as much as possible to paint the uh, the South Africa not uh, behaving well and so on. And I said to him that, you know, there's an eviction process in South Africa, and this is a civil uh, case. And then as at yesterday evening, the case has not lodged by those evicted. Uh, which we will encourage them using this medium to say that they should approach the police. And then we cannot use this pocket uh, situation to stop our integration process because it is a process, something that will continue uh, till we'll be able to get it right as Africans. The, the, these, processes should, these processes need to be spurred on because if they are not, we are going to find ourselves in a bad place. You've just mentioned that some of these people are armed. And what does that mean for the vulnerable? Let me go to, uh, let me go to a caller. We'll come back. We'll come back just now, Honorable. Right. Uh, Majorzi Atima, good evening. How are you, ma'am? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, ma'am. Ma'am, I just have a comment, not a question per se, to the gentleman that you have on the studio. I feel that what we are witnessing is the result of lax regulations, immigration regulations within the South Africa itself. Why am I saying this? Is I've never heard a government saying, like, how, what is the number of immigrants that we have in South Africa? What is the number that is allowed that we can house in South Africa? We have immigrants coming in into South Africa every day. 
What about us, South Africans, our spaces that are being taken away? When you have foreign nationals evicting South Africans, what does that say about the laws of this country, ma'am? Because I believe if this was the other way around, South Africans evicting Nigerians, tomorrow the headlines will be screaming xenophobia. South Africans are being xenophobic towards their African brothers and sisters, of which that is not the case. Whenever South Africans try to raise their voices about the immigration, we are being accused of being xenophobic. Majosi, I hear and you. And when are we going to be silenced by being called mm. xenophobic? Man? I, I hear you, uh, Majosi, but we also have to bear in mind like great nations such as the United States of America are made up of immigrants. So we cannot be uh, anti-immigrants. You know, there, there is brain matter that comes into this country that, that grows the country. But what we need to be looking at is how do we live together well and how do we make sure that we don't have people coming into the country country illegally maybe that's you, you the question see, you see ma'am that is that, that is the wrong way of looking at this because i feel guilty like this ma'am i feel guilty there's a certain uh, uh, how can i put this thing you do not understand the life that we live as near the ground where we live with these people every day you do not understand that the spaces that these people occupy that should be occupied by us in their countries, ma'am, you can never be a street vendor as a South African because it is not allowed. That can only be done by Nigerians. Me as a South African, I cannot just go to where did you hear, okay. Majosi, where, where did you hear that rule? Because now you are yes, making it like it's a, it's a rule. Have you yes, been to know, Nigeria? I beg your pardon? The gentleman that you have there can attest to that it's a law in Nigeria. Okay, let me ask him. Honorable, is it a law in Nigeria that you can't have a South African working as a vendor or driving a truck? That is um, uh, absolutely not correct and misleading. Uh, there are a lot of them in your uh, state in Lagos, in Ibadan. Uh, I ran tobacco. I've actually, one of them was working with my wife. I've actually been there. Uh, so there's no restrictions. Uh, there are laws. Uh, schedule one, schedule two of what uh, everybody in the country can do. Uh, so it's not, it's misleading, it's not correct. Mm-hmm. Majosi, you, you were speaking about how people are living on the ground, and I'm sure you understand that we all as South Africans still form part of Africa. So instead of us being anti each other. We have to find ways of living together. But yes, our government needs to uphold um, immigration laws. No one who is illegally uh, in this country should be here. But people who are legally here should be here and they should practice all the laws. So these evictions are unlawful because the people on the videos were were saying they were never told that we're going to be evicted. And even like on... Yeah, go ahead, Majosi. But here's the thing that you do not want to address as as people with influence. The thing is, what is the number that we should be having as a South Africa? The number of immigrants that we should be housing as a South Africa? Why must we allow each and everyone from all over the world? Okay, your line is... If we can understand that the number that we should be having, I think that's where all these will be arrested, ma'am. Because we have an uncontrolled number of people all over the country. A person just comes on the British border, they end up in Cape Town. Have you ever seen a country with such lax regulations, ma'am?
I hear you, you, my Jose, and I do agree. I hope there are um, officials who are listening who will answer it for us. What is the quota of immigrants that is permitted in South Africa if there is such a thing. So what is the number? I hear Majorze and I understand where he's coming from. Let me go to a voice note. Good evening, my sister. Uh, the issue of eviction for not paying rental services is always a valuable regardless of which nationality. In Jobeg, and in location like Soweto, oh, people get evicted. There is not the issue of nationality. Those land owners and those who are uh, responsible for the accommodation, they are the one who evict people. They don't even give you a notice or uh, follow the law. It has been happening. I know it's not a, a, a first time, this one. I thought maybe uh, people were evicted forcefully, but if it's for not paying the rent and whatsoever, I think if it goes like that, most of us will occupy those houses by force and we don't even pay the rent. Uh, so if we put nationality in this case, I think uh, it's gonna be a problem for everybody. It's gonna be a problem for everybody in South Africa. Okay, thank you very much. Let me go to Sheriff on the line. Atima Sheriff, good evening. Uh, good evening, ma'am, and good evening to your guests as well. Um, just a uh, short one. As a former diplomat myself, I am appalled by this type of conduct. You will never do it in any country, in Nigeria included. You will never do it in Botswana, because their government put their people first. You just illustrate a domestic worker in Kaboroni. Within an hour, you will be at the border, coming back to South Africa. It's the basic principle. Be it Nigerian or be it any other person, their government prioritize their own people. You, uh, Majosi was trying to tell you a point when you kept on uh, saying to him, no, but the people on the ground, but the people on the ground. The moment you start to have this type of treatment where the foreigners, there's a perception that they're being given a preference than the local citizens, that by itself is wrong. That's my contribution. Thank you very much, Sherry, for that contribution. Um, Honorable Olubanjo, you've heard mm. our A-teamers. And, yes. and obviously, emotions are high. This, this yeah. is not what we want to hear, whether it was any other national doing it on South African soil. No one wants to know that any part of their country is a no-go area. No one wants to uh, feel mistreated, whether they've paid rent or not, and laws are not properly um, followed. No one wants that. So in, in, in your opinion, and in fact, in your case, you mentioned that you will be supporting uh, those who have been victimized. How will you be ensuring this support? Yes, that, that, that is why I say that we need to take the first step. And we, the first step is to report to the police and uh, we give um, necessary support. Uh, if we have to... Uh, crowd the, the, the court to make sure that the justice is done. We will do that. 
if we have to, we, when we meet them, the first thing we do is to apologize if uh, anything has been done wrong at any point in time because we don't really know the full story of what happens then. And uh, we should try as much as possible uh, not to use this as a case. Uh, it's not an isolation case. People get addicted every day, whether legal or illegal, at every point in time. So when law is broken, people should seek redress. And that will serve as a deterrent. So there is no preference that is being given. I don't think there is no preference that is being given to foreign nationals or what. According to the South African law, foreign nationals are allowed to own properties. And some of these properties, they pay bond uh, to sustain them. So a situation whereby you have uh, quite a number of uh, tenants that are not paying for a quite number of time, the utility, yeah, uh, the, 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 the municipality the rates and so on are piling and everything. We always advise our people in this case, in, our, in the case of Nigeria, to say it is a painstaking process, but that is the only uh, legal process for you to evict these people. You need to go to, through the uh, courts and then through the arbitral. So it cannot be correct that if you have a property, and then you, there is an occupant there, then because you are not um, uh, a citizen, then you cannot be able to evict such a person. But such eviction should not be done, I will repeat, should not be done uh, illegally. And I cannot, if I have a property, I cannot go and carry people's things and start evicting them, no. All right. Um, Honorable, I need to go to the news. Please stay with us. After the news, we'll round off our conversation. I see there's also Tabo who's holding on the line who wants to contribute. It's 11. Let's go straight to the beautiful Zalagat Kodash. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Thank you very much, Dolega. It's seven minutes after 11 here on SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. Remember, um, you can interact with us on 011-714-2006 or SMSs go to 41391. WhatsApps 0614-104-107. We are concluding our conversation with uh, the president of the Nigerian Union of South Africa, Honorable Adetola Olubanje. And uh, this um, conversations around what's happening in South Africa and specifically in Kempton Park where we have seen videos of um, Nigerians allegedly throwing out South Africans um, and yeah um, of what seems to be like uh, illegal uh, evictions. On the line I've got an A-team at Tabo. Good evening Tabo. Yes uh, Patricia I also want to, to put my point uh, uh, Patricia about the situation in South Africa uh, this story of uh, the government with the rubber bullet and the TIG started uh, long ago during the peg water and the TIG situation where when these uh, jobs in South Africa, they will uh, import uh, the workers from Malawi and then around the neighboring countries so that we must live at the back foot. That situation is still continuing now. What 
South Africa, black man is not protected. We are at our own. Nobody is thinking for after us. If we start to complain and uh, to try to protect which something which is uh, for us, the police is is governing us. You know, as you know from long ago, the South African state was governed by the police. That is still continuing. When you can come and complain, no, nowhere you, we will only complain to you, uh, Patricia, and. Uh, uh, in our Radio SA, so is where we can put co- our complaint. Like now, the situation we have there, if we can stand up and say, we we reform we, we our organization to say, South Africa, you are at your own. Nobody is going to defend for you. We will be guilty. The police will come with the red then, and then armored vehicle, and then we're going to be shot with the rubber bullet. So that we, after being shot, we keep quiet, and then we revert. The life of a black person in South Africa we are at the back foot is what South Africa, uh, you know, the white South African wanted us. We must live in the back foot, poor, dying, poor and dying hungry. We are in that situation, Patricia. Tabo, thank you for your contributions. Now, I, I don't want us to take away from the fact that we have foreign nationals, Nigerians included, who are here in this country legally, who are contributing economically, who are contributing in various fields. Um, some are doctors, nurses, teachers, lecturers, uh, and, and they're contributing. But there's always a handful of people in any society who are unscrupulous and do things that are untasteful, just like what we have seen uh, happening in Kempton Park. But let me allow Honorable Olubanjo to, to, to wrap up. Honorable, how can we make our nation, and when I'm talking nation, I'm talking about the African nation, not the South African nation, excluded from the rest of Africa, the African nation, be able to live together in peace? How can we ensure that even the Nigerians that are now allegedly um, doing these illegal, um, uh, heartlessly so doing it, uh, evacuations, are, are actually put to book. And I say heartlessly because I saw the videos. Guns were pulled at people. Some were old women and old men. I say heartless, and I heard you chuckle, but it, it, for me it's disheartening. Even if it was a South African doing it to another South African, it would still be heartless. Um, mm. How can we make sure that they are brought to book, that they are not protected, that they feel the full might of the law, but that also people understand that we have to live together and respect the rules of the land? Yes. Um, on this issue that uh, we are... Uh, trying to uh, get involved, we we should not protect um, those who have uh, broken the law in any way, and um, that's why civil organisations should come to the aid of those who have been uh, violated one way or the other. Uh, because now, like I said, addiction takes place uh, in South Africa every now and then, and at every point in time. When issues are raised and then there are uh, this uh, nationality on the tone, then the African brotherhood there is not uh, is not being uh, exhibited. Uh, when somebody has done something wrong, he has done something wrong. There are criminals, there are people who want to cheat the law, who doesn't want to conform to the uh, to the law of the land. Not just Nigerians, you know. Every nationality have their home and they do with it. And so what we need to do is not to protect them, 
is to isolate them because this kind of uh, this kind of uh, uh, event, uh, this kind of hurt that happened, like you said, uh, is heartless. But uh, these people, when nothing is done to them, they will do it again. And other people that are, that are contemplating of doing it will do it also. So that's why uh, these people need to go to, uh, because that will really help uh, to actually get to the bottom of the matter. And nobody is bigger than the law. On the area of uh, African uh, uh, integration and uh, uh, working together, we all need to see ourselves as Africans. Uh, when uh, issues happen, we are not supposed to generalize it and then uh, have some uh, nationality on the tone, uh, make it look like uh, it's being done by all the nationals. We have uh, South Africans that, uh, that, that evict Nigerians. There is, a, there is a particular man in 2015-16. He abandoned his building in Victoria West. He bought it genuinely with his South African wife. But some uh, South African occupied it and they did not pay for over two years. And he cannot continue paying the bond. He cannot continue. So he has to abandon the thing and the bank card to reprocess and so on. And so these are some of the things that are pocket issues that we are not supposed to allow to degenerate. What we need to do is that whoever has committed a crime, we make sure that uh, they face the full might of the law. And when we work together in peace and harmony, it will help us to build and not to destroy, because we, we, while we are fighting, we cannot build. So at every point in time, we need to work in peace and harmony and isolate those evil people, those who are bent on committing crime, irrespective of their nationality. We don't support them. They are not doing it in our name at any point in time. And there are the social media also is also a, because you have a lot of fake accounts that use the new issues to perpetrate some uh, selfish uh, interest. Uh, so we need to be able to isolate such people as well, because we have seen quite a number of fake news that are parading around, and by the time you uh, investigate, you see that it's just a station of uh, call a dog a bad, bad name so that you can hang it. But that was not isolate, uh, that was not uh, exonerate uh, that uh, some of our people, uh, people in this sense, me Nigerians, are actually uh, giving us a bad name. And so such people need to be isolated. That's the reason why that we have zero tolerance for any kind of uh, criminal activities or any kind of activities that may tarnish our image. We are willing at any point in time. There was a man who owns a school in Johannesburg, and then he had a, uh, an affair with a student who is above, I think, about 18 or 19, and he was hiding under the fact that he's not 16. We, he stays in jail now. And he's a Nigerian. We have to make sure we work with the woman, the, the, the family, and say, no, don't attack him. Let us go to our sales and get him arrested so that he will be. The school has been closed. And these are some of the things that we do. When we hear that something has been done and is not uh, uh, actually within the ambit of the law, we try to move in to say that, no, we will support you to make sure that these people are brought to book. And it will serve as a deterrent to those who are bent on, because some of them are not even, they will tell you that I'm not your member, I can't listen to you. And then such in such case, we need to help the uh, law enforcement agents. So we need to live together as one Africa. 
Well, I agree with you. Must live together as one Africa. I am a pan-Africanist. I believe we should be enjoying this continent together as Africans. But I'm glad to hear that you will be able to to work around the situation. Thank you very much, Honorable Olubanjo. Thank you very much. Hey, team, it's after 11. So before we take a musical interlude, I want to tell you that no one under the age of 18 should be tuned in right now. We are going to be having Dr. Prithi Ramlakan, and we want to solve your sexual problems. Mm? We are looking for your problems, whether you're a man or a woman, homosexual, pansexual, heterosexual, doesn't matter. Call in or send a message or a voice note. You can be anonymous. What are your sexual problems that you need solutions to so that our dear beloved Dr. Ramlakan can be able to get down to them?